0: Growing up with a growing understanding speech pathology conversations about children's development that will support you through your parenting journey.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Growing Up with a Growing Understanding Speech Pathology. Today I am joined by one of my friends and colleagues, Melissa Roberts. Melissa is a senior speech pathologist with a Growing Understanding Speech Pathology and today she's going to be sharing some of her insights and her experience around toilet training. This is something that has become a professional interest of Melissa over the years, she was experiencing a number of children who were going to school who weren't yet toilet trained and so as a special education teacher and as a speech pathologist she started to explore ways to be able to support children and their families to be able to really work towards this really important milestone for children and for families. So Melissa is going to be sharing some of her knowledge and her experience and her insights in our podcast today. Thanks so much for joining us Melissa. Hi Lauren, thank you so much for having me. I I would love to know a little bit about your origin story if you like so how did you get on this path of speech pathology so I mentioned that you are a special education teacher firstly and then you became a speech pathologist can you share that journey a little bit about what led you to speech pathology well I always knew that
0: I wanted to help people in my career specifically kids so the the mantra for my career has always been when you help a child you help a whole family so I knew it had to be around kids and I was in two minds heading into uni, speech pathology or special ed teaching. And I went with special ed teaching and I learned so much there. Uh, and I loved the diversity, you know, you could teach so much in a day and there's never a dull moment. But what happened was I ended up having a position where I had a speech pathologist in my class with me three days a week. And the more I saw what she was doing, the more I knew that I wanted to do that as well. So yeah, I bit the bullet, went back to uni and studied speech pathology and here I am today. But I like to think that the the two careers blend quite well in terms of the skill base. So I still find that I use a lot of my teaching knowledge, but I do love just doing that one-on-one with families now and really getting to the nitty-gritty of helping that child.
1: One of the really exciting things that's happened for you in the last 6 to 12 months has been that you have published your very first children's book.
0: (laughs) Yes, what a marathon,
1: yes. (laughs) And so, at A Growing Understanding Speech Pathology, we Mm -hmm. talk a lot about shared book reading and how Mm -hmm. books can be a really valuable way to teach skills and to be able to support children with particular areas of their development. Can you share a little bit about what your children's book is about and what skills it helps children to be able to achieve and to learn. So a little bit
0: of a backstory: I, w- when I was a special ed teacher I was noticing that a lot of kids were coming to school not, not quite toilet trained and there seemed to be this fear around toileting for a lot of different kids and the more I researched it the more I found that there's generally three different reasons why kids Um, develop fears around toileting and it can be that they've had a painful experience in the past, so some sort of previous constipation uh, or they've experienced some sort of trauma or that they have a developmental um, delay or disorder that's impacting on, on all milestones including toilet training. So me being a special ed teacher, my thought is always, look, there has to be a storybook to help teach this. Um, so I went storybook shopping and I couldn't find what I needed. The, the market is saturated with different toilet training books. So there's a lot of different books that focus on transitioning from nappies to undies or using the toilet or the process of going to the toilet or the introducing the idea of a potty. But I couldn't find a lot on any storybooks that focus on the fears around toileting. And so that's when the concept of my children's book, My Puppy's a Pooh Magician, was born. So when I couldn't find what I needed, I decided to create it myself. So the story focuses around this gorgeous puppy, Meatball, and he's scared to poo. He's scared that his poos will hurt when they come out. So he tries to hold his poos inside his body, which is actually what a lot of kids do. They withhold their poos, which is known as stool withholding. And what happens is that when we still withhold, we get this terrible constipation and we get some leakage into the underwear or the nappies. And so what the story shows is that Meatball holds his poos in, but they keep sneaking back. And what Meatball wants to do is make his poos disappear. Um, So he eventually learned that to really make his poos disappear he has to push them out and so it's the process of watching Meatball learn this as he goes through the book um, and watching him use his bravery. So I feel like it's a book that is not really like any other book out there because it does touch on a different to- on that toilet training topic in a, in a different way.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's something that's really awesome that you've put something out there. Like you said, you weren't able to find something, so you've been able to create something yourself. And it's really exciting that that's able to support children and families that are are having difficulty in that particular realm. The other thing that I I find is really important is that there is such an overlap between toilet training and how speech pathologists may be able to assist children and families with that particular part or uh, that particular milestone for them. Can you share with some of our listeners what role a speech pathologist may be able to take in helping families with this particular um, developmental skill?
0: Yeah, so many different ways, Lauren. So first up, Speech pathologists can help just by introducing the language that's needed to start talking about toilet training and talking about when it might be appropriate for that milestone to start occurring and yeah, starting to teach both the family and the child the different language to be used around toilet training. And we can also help with helping the child to understand the different steps involved in the toileting process. If we break down the toilet process, there's actually quite a lot of steps involved and that can be overwhelming for little people and hard to remember at all. So we can help with sequencing uh, the, the smaller steps involved in the toilet training process. And we can also help develop children's expressive language as well so that we can make it easier for them to let their parents know that they need to use the bathroom or that they're they're experiencing something related to toilet training. So we can help in lots of different ways.
1: I find it really interesting when we're talking about something like toilet training I I don't think that families necessarily consider that this to be something that their speech pathologist may be able to assist them with and so I find it really interesting to be able to openly share this conversation with some of our listeners because I think it gives them insights into ways that speech pathologists can help them and their families to be able to do the things that they're finding challenging as part of their everyday. Absolutely. And I think it's a little bit of a taboo topic that we're not too sure sometimes whether when things should be starting to happen
0: or how to go about these things. So I think it's really great to know that speech pathologists can be that, that helping hand in the process. Absolutely.
1: I know that when I was working with playgroups and early intervention playgroups a number of years ago, this was the most common thing that came up. So, when we Mm. were working in that you know, two to five-year-old caseload, a lot of families were coming to me and talking to me about things that they found really challenging. And a lot of them was around toilet training. And even what Mm. you touched on briefly was some of providing the language and the visuals to be able to Mm. support that skill is something that's yeah it can be really helpful in supporting children and families absolutely and that's all things that speech pathologists can help with and yeah support you through we want to know who you'd like to
0: hear from or what topics you would like us to discuss so we can continue to grow together reach out via email to growing up at agrowingunderstanding.com.au
1: Melissa one of the things that I wanted to chat to you about and to link it a little bit was to to ask you about book reading You and your family. So I think the fact that you you, your thought process was to create a resource, you went straight to book reading. Is book reading a big thing for you and your family? It it is quite a big thing, I have to say. At the moment,
0: I'm reading "I Quit Sugar," and it's by Sarah Wilson. I'm a big believer in eating from scratch and having clean eating. But my one vice is sugar. Sugar's in coffee, sugar's in on top of Weetbix, everything. So um, I find it really valuable to go to the experts and read up there first and then try to overlap that into my day. We're big visitors of the library with our kids, but we've got a six and seven-year-old. And they're at that really delicious level of reading where they're just starting to get into those little chapter books. So we've got lots of Ella and Olivia books at home. We've got the Simon Bottom books, which are hilarious, like a, a choose-your-own-adventure type story. And there's so many little chapter books now with a lot of pictures, so they're not quite as intimidating um, for little people that are just transitioning out of the picture book mode. So, yes, we're big readers. We love our reading.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, awesome. Generally speaking, I want to ask you two questions. I want to find Hmm. out some tips that you might have for families. Can you tell me generally a parenting tip that works for you and your family and then Potentially also, separate to that, a particular tip that you've come up with um, professionally that helps families specifically related to toilet training. So if we go to the first one to start with, what's a, a parenting tip that you've got that works for you and your family? Yeah,
0: my biggest tip is to find
1: your people.
0: Find the people who are very similar to you and who are in that same stage of life that you can chat about the same issues and challenges with and that you can share the success with and those people will understand and celebrate with you and it's so easy to find those people you know there's so many Facebook groups that you can find with different groups of people school mums at the pickup gate Um, find your people that understand your current situation and it really helps to feel like you've got a support network and it also helps feel like you can support others as well from what you've learned and what what hasn't worked for you as well
1: it's all a learning thing so that's our big parenting hack so yeah. in terms of finding that community you know that I'm completely on board with that and that that's something <laughs> that's really important for me too but how do you find your people you know I, I know that it can be really challenging to try and find that village and find that community for some people what are some of the ways that you found the people that you connect with that's going to be able to support you and your family?
0: One of the great ways is using your children as a base to find people that you can connect with. So reaching out to mothers groups, reaching out to other community groups that your children might be involved with, dance, karate, sporting groups, local churches, and also tapping into the services that we might already be engaged with with your child I know at work we often refer families to a lot of different support networks based on what their needs and wants are and so that can be a really helpful way as well and Mm.
1: you were about to lead into a more specific tip relating to toilet training what would be a tip that you would share with families in regards to helping their children learn how to use the toilet and to be ready to toilet train there's some advice that always provided that Firstly, I'd recommend parents follow when they're embarking. I think
0: realising that toilet training is more of a marathon than a sprint. I think when we start it, we often want it just to be done and that we don't have to worry about it anymore. But in reality, it's going to take a good year or two generally for it to really become a very concrete So let those accidents happen, let the frequent toilet trips happen It's a really big milestone for your little ones to learn and to take on board So I think the calmer and the more relaxed that we are I think the easier it will be for our little ones And as much as we like to be alone in the toilet, (laughs) I think letting your kids come in and talking about what's happening as it's happening is a really natural way for kids to learn the process as well. As much as we as young mums like to escape to the bathroom sometimes, do let your kids in there sometimes to just see what naturally happens and talk about, use the language involved at the same time.
1: Yeah, that's all really great advice. Do you have any particular go-to resources that you would recommend to families who are looking at embarking on that toilet training journey? What would be some of the go-to resources and references that families might be able to go to?
0: Yeah, there's a fabulous website and they're based in the UK. And it's called Eric, E R I C, dot org dot uk. And they focus on a lot of the challenges around toilet training, but they also provide some really great simple advice for families in the way of handouts, some lovely videos there. They can be also really great handouts and videos to pass on to daycare centres and and teachers as well, which can be really helpful if your child's experiencing challenges and you need to provide some information to your children's carers. So eric.org.uk, Children's Bowel and Bladder Charity.
1: Yeah, terrific. Thank you. And I think probably the other advice that I've taken from our conversation today is just to start that conversation if your child is working with any other services, so speech pathologists, occupational therapists, psychologists. To you yes. know, if it's something that's a big concern for you, that it may be helpful to reach out and to speak with your therapist because there may be some support that they may be able to provide to be able to assist you with those daily tasks that you may not be aware of and at the end of the day that we're there to be able to support you and your children to be able to develop those skills that are important to you absolutely awesome thank you so much for jumping on the podcast and speaking (laughs) with us today melissa it's always lovely to speak with you and really appreciate all of your insights on this topic thank you thanks for having me lauren
0: thanks for listening to growing up with a growing understanding speech pathology We love helping families navigate their parenting concerns and ensuring your child can grow and achieve. Please rate and review wherever you're listening so we can continue to grow together.